0: Hello. Uh DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of... America. Our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for my listeners. So listen to this great offer. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium to receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this does not come around often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on this action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new but betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR.com. DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Credits! For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call. 1 800 522 4700.
1: yeah i know
0: we know we know know. siri that we're recording or whoever the zoom voice is uh it's governor gavin newsom actually (laughs) always watching welcome to that's good broncos podcast uh i know will and i said we were moving to thursdays last week but some shit came up and we got to do it wednesday this week we'll move to thursday next week uh, let me start this over. Welcome to the most confusing podcast on earth. I'm your host, Brandon Perno here with Will Keys. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Make sure you use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And of course, my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. Today is basically... Well, we've, we've got two episodes left before we get Broncos preseason football Wait. This is the last podcast before we get some NFL ball happening. The Hall of Fame games what? Tomorrow? Thursday? Friday? This weekend, is it? isn't it? It's coming up. It's usually on a Thursday. I think um, it's tomorrow. I can't
1: wait to watch exactly 43 minutes of the Hall of Fame game before I change the channel.
0: Yeah, that's probably the toughest football game to watch. Even tougher to watch than the Pro Bowl. Uh, Let's not go that far. Mm. I guess that's a, a poll question if we did polls. Which is harder to watch, the Hall of Fame game or the Pro Bowl? Well, one of them
1: I think people are, you know, half the team is trying at least. The half that doesn't have a roster spot secured. Um, I mean, here's how meaningless it is. They just canceled it a few years ago. They didn't play one last year. Um, they, it's also funny, like the Hall of Fame, now they have, uh, I think it's an eight-minute limit for the Hall of Fame speeches. Oh, wow, they really... Famously, uh, they're a little long-winded but they're, they're going with the Oscars approach and I think they're going to play them off.
0: Wow. I don't think
1: any of them are going to be under eight minutes.
0: You're trying to... You're trying to verbalize an entire career's worth of work and thank the dozens to hundreds of people who helped you get to the pinnacle of your career. So... Yeah, let them let them do their long ass speeches. People yeah, yeah. will watch the cut up cool. versions later. Like, just let them have the live moment. I guess like if you're there, it might be like, okay, this is we're at 35 minutes. When is when is this guy gonna finish it up? When yeah, when are they gonna cut it off?
1: Yeah, I think they should go back to no music. If you really want them off the stage, you might as well go for it and get one of those old timey canes and just pull them pull them off like they used to i don't know if that ever really happened or if it was just like a cartoon trope but um yeah why not try it out it might be kind of tough on you know the bigger guys but
0: you could I sturdy cane <laughs> yeah uh better be a solid solid wood solid uh, wood you you could just intimidate them by like bringing bringing up their biggest foe from their career too <laughs> Just having that guy like start getting closer and closer to the stage. Yeah. Like Ty Law creeping up on Peyton Manning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, aren't they being inducted at the same time?
0: I don't know. Maybe. I,
1: I might have made that up. Uh, I don't look. think anybody scares Steve Atwater. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. He's, I don't, yeah, think, he he's, I don't so think he can intimidate just, him. Possibly just head injuries. Um, like the officials probably now. Would be his only foes. Um, yeah, but hey, I'll watch it. I'll watch the Hall of Fame game as long as uh you know I can physically take it. Um, we're gonna stream preseason games, I think. We're gonna give that a shot in preparation for the regular season. But um, yeah, it just it feels good. It feels good to be closer, and I know we say that every week, but I can taste it. Yes, taste it.
0: I can taste it. Today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Philip Rivers, maybe coming back to the NFL. Broncos training camp, shaking up a a little bit more. One day it's Drew, one day it's Teddy. One day after that, it's Drew again, and then it's Drew again, and then it's Teddy, and then it's Teddy. It's Brett Riffin. Yep. Um, Drew, uh, Pat Shermer said something nice about Drew Locke he also said something really stupid we'll get into that barstool sports is stealing uh, wills best lines and using them for their headlines of their tweets and not even citing us in their articles so we know dave portnoy hates me uh and now apparently they want to not only hate us but steal from us which yeah. and we have
1: lawyers we have powerful lawyers
0: yeah um, yes Somewhere l- l- lawyered I up. I think yeah. the lawyer I have is the, uh, bird law expert from Twitter.
1: Yeah. 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 Which, um, I think if you ever watch this podcast, he'd probably not be a huge fan of me based on what I've said about his team. No, he's a, so maybe uh, not the, um, best legal counsel for the two of us.
0: He's a big chiefs fan, uh, probably an annoying chiefs fan to some, uh, but sometimes funny. And he posted a video of Pat Shermer (laughs) with no context around it, but it was just Shermer (laughs) after a day at training camp saying we were actually trying to throw incompletions today at training camp. Yeah. Which, good find, Birdlaw, because (laughs) if I found Andy Reid saying that shit, if I found John Gruden saying that shit, I would have a field day with it. Because as an offensive coordinator, it does sound stupid.
1: Yes, and it stings a little bit more when the Broncos are probably the team that needs to practice incompletions the least.
0: Yeah, I feel like we got that. They got that mastered we got that cornered.
1: Yeah. Like if you go to pro
0: football focus and check out the Broncos incompletion rating, 99, 99, (laughs) our our Madden rating for, yeah. Madden, I guess pro football focus be like 97.83. Yeah. They're probably
1: like, there's situations where you, I assume you need to throw an incomplete pass to stop the clock. Yeah. Um, otherwise known as spiking the ball, which I believe is an incomplete pass. Statistically. Or Um,
0: you could situational football where, you know, it's a, it's a third and seven, but you're in the, the red zone, uh, or you're taking a shot to the end zone. If the pass is not there, you just throw it away.
1: Practice that for the field goal. (laughs) You know what? This actually reminds me the one time drew lock actually tried to throw an incompletion at the end of that dolphins game. He fucked that up and completed it to Tim Patrick for like 60 yards. Well, <laughs> so that's we the thing. You throw to right. Tim
0: Patrick, he's
1: coming down with the ball, no matter yeah. where you put it. Do not try to throw incompletions to Tim Patrick. Yeah. That's like, you got to target like Deshaun Hamilton on those. <laughs> <laughs> Go deep to Deshaun Hamilton and the chances of an incompletion are astronomical.
0: Yeah. When I was at training camp last week, Tim Patrick was just catching anything thrown his way. It's like, God, oh, yeah, dude's yeah, yeah just totally. solid.
1: He's just solid. Give us a regale us um, about your trip.
0: Uh, I mean, there's there's not too much to divulge. I, nice. I had a great seat because I was in the family and friends section. I won't tell you tell you how I got there, but uh, thank you, some of the Broncos players for not knowing they gave the pass to me, but getting me in. Nice. Um, I I think like I noticed what every Broncos media member tweets about every day. And it's that when you don't have a true quarterback, your quarterbacks are going to look good. And then they're going to look bad. And the day I was there, Drew Locke did not look good. Um, He just didn't. And Teddy Bridgewater looked better. He wasn't taking like as many risks. He was doing safe shit with the football. It was like nothing in like super impressive by Teddy, but you know Locke was throwing some picks, missing some some targets, and then Teddy finished practice with like a great throw to Tim Patrick in the corner of the end zone. It was the last drive, uh, so I'm like, yeah, these quarterbacks when you're doing a competition, they're going to have up and down days at practice. Like I'm sure even good quarterbacks have, right. But nobody talks about it because nobody's worried like Russell Wilson's going to not be good this season or, you know, nobody's like Russell Wilson had an off day at training camp practice. They don't notice that shit because they're watching for other storylines to talk about because that's not a storyline. The funny thing that did happen though, was Garrett Bowles jumped off sides. And yeah. it was in, uh, like red zone drills. He jumped off sides. The defense started taunting him and he started like taunting the, the defense back a little bit. And, uh, the play after that's when Teddy threw the, the touchdown to Tim Patrick and afterwards Bull said, I jumped off sides on purpose to give our quarterback a little more room to work with. Mm. And it worked out. So kind of galaxy uh, brain on his yeah, part. I thought, I thought it was pretty funny. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I, hey, if you can spin it like that, you kind of have to. It's your Got duty it. to do so. Um, anybody you met that you thought was cool at training camp?
0: No, because, like, we were in the family no and was, friends no section, was but cool nice. okay. COVID, <laughs> COVID, the protocols, like, the players can't even come over and talk to their family and friends after practice. And they're like, you can meet them out in the park afterwards if you want. Like, uh, not going to wait around in a park for <laughs> nobody to show up. So yeah, uh, I met fans of my show, which was nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, no, but yeah, single adult, or not single, but like adult men on their own waiting in parks, generally frowned upon. Um, yeah, like with an autograph book for other adult <laughs> yeah. men to sign yeah uh, not always the best look but um, no that's awesome that, that people were there and and obviously recognized you and we love we love our fans so much
0: oh yeah that is the awesome best. there was see I took the the play sheet with the roster so I could talk about a guy on there who I thought had a few nice catches uh, but I don't remember his name M- maybe his number was 86 maybe uh, but when preseason happens I'll keep my eye on him because the Broncos receiving the core they're going to have some tough decisions to make in that department it's uh, maybe the
1: deepest unit yeah like across the NFL there's some talent there I don't understand why the Saints haven't tried I mean, maybe they have but like if I was the Saints and obviously, you know, Michael Thomas is is hurt. And it doesn't seem like Michael Thomas is gonna be there long term. Um, I would throw picks at Tim Patrick.
0: Oh man, anyone, it,
1: it, you know, it, I'd I, shoot for Cortland Sutton and see who you can come up with.
0: Tim Patrick's would be like the best robin to any team's Batman. <laughs> you could find like he's yeah. would be such a good number two receiver on a, a really good offense that maybe has a question mark at that position um and he might like it depends on how long it takes before courtland sutton sort of you know gets comfortable on his knee depending how jerry judy progresses like he could be the broncos like leading receiver early this season. Um, yeah,
1: it's funny how like and I don't say that because I want any of them gone um because just have a if you can if you have the talent and it's not expensive like this team does not need to worry about money uh at this juncture at all. No. no. They might not need to if they don't end up paying a quarterback anything. Um but you know, we saw how the injury situation played out last year and, and, you know, maybe it's just a good idea to have a lot of good players at one yeah. position. It, it really can't hurt. No. K.J. <laughs> Hamler seems like he's, you know, prone to injury a little bit. Um, so just keep some depth there. Like, we always talk about Tim Patrick, like he's expendable and I, he just – <laughs> he was good. money last year. Just keep him, maybe. He yeah.
0: Zero drops last year. He's a big-bodied receiver. He wins – his battles, uh, like, and he catches everything. He catches tough balls. He catches the easy balls. <laughs> like, he can catch on the sideline. He can catch across the middle. It's just a dude you want on your roster. I think, like, yeah, wide receiver, your tackles and your uh, corners. Like, you can't have enough depth at those positions. You could throw in edge rusher as well, but I feel like. Those positions, you can never have enough guys, and the Broncos seems like they sign a corner every other day. <laughs> like, oh, uh, no, add, adding another uh, corner to the roster, huh? Rochester Man, really, Rochester Man's had two picks too to end the last two practices, so he's trying to make a name for himself. Rochester Man, Rochester Man, the, the new
1: Marvel superhero everybody's talking about. <laughs> um, I what that's I know Andrew Mason tweeted this, but I, I think if uh, we redid that names draft that you did on their podcast, Rod man, he'd be already in it first or second round pick. Could be pretty incredible. Um, good for him. Though. I hope he gets like a practice squad shot or something. I mean, yeah, it's crazy because cornerback is as deep as wide receiver, just about.
0: Yeah. Except like a handful of their corners are coming back from bad injuries. Yes. So it's like, you don't know when some of those guys will be ready. Um, you draft, you know, Patrick Sertan at nine, I think OJ Mudia might be pretty good this year. And then he, you went out and got uh fuller and uh Darby. So, and you still have Bryce Callahan. <laughs> Like the corners better, like the secondary better be fucking good. And it, you can have a great <laughs> secondary, but if your offense isn't staying on the field uh, and scoring points for you, not going to look great all the time. No, you know no. I mean? At a certain point, they get tired, they get, you know, just worn down. Let's just hope and- that's not what we're talking about this year. Fuck.
1: Yeah, well, it's nice to have depth, and it, it, like another thing, the depth allows too is it seems like they're trying to get a little, little experimental, a little avant-garde with Patrick Sertan in terms of how they're playing him. And I like that. because He's a big, solid dude, and yeah, big, you got cover man. corners already. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe get a little crazy, get a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, do some, you know, take advantage of his athleticism and see if you can. Uh, put him out there as kind of a wild card
0: robber sort of guy and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. Him and uh, Simmons, like, both look really big in the secondary. So the Broncos got good size there to match up with, you know, big bodied receivers uh, this season. Uh, speaking of big bodies, why don't you take your big body and head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, which is not only my favorite sport. Book, but also America's top rated sports book. America, also, we love big bodies. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold and DraftKings as a medal worthy offer just for my listeners, not Will's listeners, mine. Place any pre event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this. Yeah, nope. that's one hundred to one odds on an American athlete to stand at the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze. That's all the medals you can get. One hundred to one odds on an offer like this doesn't occur, does not come around very often. So sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all of the action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for all of you noob betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Use those letters when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21 or older. Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions only, so DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details, gambling problem. Call one in under 4700 Great segue, Brandon. Thank you. All right. Well, I wanna talk before we go into the Broncos just a little bit more. Yes. Like we always do so well here. Um Ooh, okay. I want to talk about Barstool Sports stealing your headline. Our headline. Ah well you you wrote it and i just realized it was a gym uh so will and i kind of added a segment to well just fine 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 tool the segment Mm -hmm. for that's good sports where we're most of the episodes that are the news episodes we're starting with just headlines which are just headlines from around the nfl with quick like read the headline come up with a punchline or a joke or some sort of dumb analysis but a little bit quicker and we can get through more things that are happening around the nfl and uh will's dude will really took the charge on it did a great job and buffalo bills there was this thing about them moving to austin and will wrote a great line i thought about uh, the bills are trying to pull a joe rogan and move to austin texas and then we ended up elaborating on the bills a little bit and I was like make sure we keep that joke in there like I specifically pointed out that joke to wills like let's keep it in I think it's a good reference and we did and then I posted the episode and it's not like it's not like a like a home run joke line you know what I mean it's just like a good reference yeah so like in the episode. seven and a half out of ten. We don't talk about a lot of shit. We just write and then I shoot. But we mentioned that one specifically post the episode uh, like an hour or two later. I see Barstool Sports promoting their article about the Bills and the possible move to Texas. And they're like, Buffalo Bills, pull a Joe Rogan and threaten to move to Austin, Texas. And I was like, you sons of bitches. Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
1: the wording specifically yeah
0: pull the the joe Joe rogan Rogan. Mm. verbatim what we said and
1: i haven't read the article um maybe i I should have done that um but i looked in there and they didn't reference us no who's i don't have time to read a 500 word article by someone who could probably barely spell um (laughs) you work with that guy every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we make videos not articles no that's true um you don't need to spell for a video. Uh, <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. And that's why as long you, as I can say the word, I don't need to learn to spell it. Hell no. Uh, I will admit that I, there is a possibility of parallel thinking. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I it thought you were going to say that you saw that line
1: somewhere. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, that came from right here. Okay, good. Um, no, I did not get that from, like, Twitter or Reddit or anything. Um, but – it is a natural conclusion to come to. Yeah. However, the the fact that it was verbatim and the timeline, and we know that, you know, Barstool has eyes everywhere.
0: They've done this before.
1: But specifically on this channel, and they have a bit, and I'm not anti-Barstool. No, I, I, I,
0: I just, like, if they saw it in my video, one, I would be flattered that somebody there was watching my shit Yeah. Maybe, you know, they're, they're writing this thing about the bills. They see this video pop up. That's about the bills. And then they watch my segment. It's like, Oh, there's nothing new for me to take away here. But like they threw, they had like five tweet references in there. Like just reference, reference us once. Like, I just, I want to be included in that. I wasn't mad uh, because like, I don't need like they, they are competition, but like, I don't think of it that way anymore. Like, you and I just try to make a good episode every day. Like that's yeah, we all I want to do. Really, don't
1: get caught up in. Like what you try to do is find like who would be the competition and kind of like ally ourselves with yeah, them, impress them. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, and and uh, you know, there's a time uh, when we thought that we needed someone like Barstool to help we us. pass that out. time, we pass. not anymore, baby. Thanks to thanks to. Listening to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated <laughs> yeah. book out.
0: Thank you for maybe the best segue ever. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Instead of my okay. shitty one earlier, fuck. <laughs> I'll figure one. this out one day.
1: Segways are pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I'm not mad. Um, but we're asking politely. If you want to take our jokes, just just ask us next time. Yeah. I would have said yes, as long as, um, you credit me and and pay me, uh, you know, my, you know, usual $2,500 fee, um, per joke. (laughs) Will
0: charges me $500 per joke. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I only use one good joke per episode. (laughs) Yeah. The videos would be so much funnier if we had a budget. I Um, mean, look at all that fine wood. Will uses. To my money to buy. Yeah, look at that fine chair. Look at This that is strong. my new office
1: chair. It's uh, yeah antique, but it's also restored and it's very comfortable, um, which is why I'm leaning forward. Um, just ask us next That's time. Fun. You know, um, maybe PFT commenter and Big Cat could yeah. uh, feature. I think I burned my brakes with
0: PFT. He was nice to me. He followed me. He answered my DMs, and then I kept bugging him. And then I think like a couple of times when I was drunk, I, was just, I DM'd him again. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, I have my mess. I like looked at it like a month later. I was like, wait, what did I send him? I was like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, I feel like PFT, more than anybody would
0: understand. You know, yeah, no, he was cool. was drunk DM. Yeah. I, I have emailed every important person in that company. So uh, if they ever get really mad at me, and like, post my emails to them, it'll be, I'll have a meltdown because I'm sure there's spelling errors. Speaking of, I'm sure like there's just some poorly judged ways to try to sell yourself. <laughs> but again, I'm past that. So they can, they can embarrass me publicly and it won't matter. Just be like, and now, yeah,
1: it. It, it almost feels good um, that they are now relying on us for content. For content. We are originals and they're Carlos Mencia's. Yeah. Amy Schumer's.
0: I think that's like the one thing I'll always be proud of, uh, even if it ends up sinking us is that we don't look for other people's jokes. Like no. <laughs> sometimes I see better jokes on Twitter that I would like to use usually I'll just show that tweet and read it. Like Mm -hmm. this joke was really good, but like, I think Will and I pride ourselves on really trying to come up with win or lose our own ideas for what we're talking about. It's, it's why like (laughs) I had like a two minute segment about Todd Gurley signing with the Ravens, even though he didn't sign with the Ravens, because I was like, I know all the shit I want to say about this. Like, I didn't. I didn't have to look to the internet because all the information was there. I was like, boom, 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 and then I'm like, oh fuck, he actually didn't sign there. So, we yeah, try. Like, we try I to mean, be original. I think there's something. It's hard to do. You don't always get the best material, but we don't steal shit. No, and if we like, ever do sound like if we have a similar joke, it's a coincidence. For but, yeah, for instance, um,
1: so if you come up with like a a really like good joke very quickly, chances are someone else on the internet has thought of it and posted it. But if I like know that it came from me, I feel good about putting that in there. Like for instance, to spoil a joke from tomorrow for, you know, tomorrow's video. um, There was that, that bird, Ted, (laughs) For the, yeah. uh, for Washington that they posted, they signed him to a contract. Um, and I was talking about how Washington needs a, a mascot. Um, and you said the Ted Birds, but I, I tweaked it to the Washington Tedskins. <laughs> and I'm sure that, like, sure, it's already out there. I'm sure it's out there, but I came up with it in my own mind and I have not seen it since. Yeah. Um, I said so, the Ted Birds cool. of Washington. That, yeah. the, 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 the
0: because i thought that sounded that was the worst way to phrase it uh which this is a great example because sometimes i don't remember the jokes i've already made so like yeah i was like oh yeah i remember i was thinking about the ted name and i was like trying to relate it to ryan fitzpatrick in my head and then i was like oh yeah he had that cicada in his beard <laughs> like and the cicadas only come around every 17 years I was like, oh, you should write a joke about like Washington only gets to the playoffs once every 17 years. And then and the cicada should be their new team mascot. And then I was like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you already did that joke. <laughs> like, but there was a good few minutes there. I was like, oh, this is great. This is going into the script as soon as I finished doing these bicep curls.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, we've never beat a joke to death. Um. Never. Anyway, we should talk about Philip Rivers. Uh, <laughs> we've never beaten any
0: Philip Rivers jokes like a dead horse. Does he have a lot of kids? I, I've, I've heard he has a I've few. I've never actually heard anything about Philip Rivers' children.
1: No, I don't know anything about them. I don't know their names. I assume that they all just kind of look like him and have that same doofus haircut. And I, I know they don't swear. I know yeah, they don't definitely do that. Not.
0: One of them does behind Phil's back. I guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he I,
1: he's I got excited
0: dude. about this idea, though, if I'm being honest. What's that? Phillip oh, Rivers yeah. joining the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not
1: to. Man, I mean, that would be fun. It would be really cool. So, like, here's the scenario because obviously he's a he's a high school football coach now. And the scenario that we've laid out, or he laid out, is that. You know, there's a team that suffers an injury at the quarterback position late in the season, probably after the high school football season, um, which I think ends, like, the start of December usually. Yeah, November, December, something like that. So, you know, maybe, like, a team needs a quarterback for the last three or four games or, you know, playoff run. And uh, Phil said, like, if if there's a team that needs him and he thinks the fit is right, He'd think about it. Um,
0: yeah. And this came up because of Carson Wentz and his injury. And everybody's like, yes. let's just bring back Phillip Rivers. Cause he was actually pretty damn good last year for us. And like we said in the video, it's like R- Wentz might be ready week one. Like he might be yeah. out just a week. So maybe <laughs> the Colts aren't rushing to sign another quarterback.
1: Yeah. The time frame that they gave was either week one or uh, you know, like five week to 12 weeks, 17 and the 2023 season.
0: Yes. Um, but you posed the question, like if Rivers is willing to come out of retirement and let's say the Broncos need a quarterback at that time. Uh, I think he's an upgrade over Bridgewater and drew lock, but I think it points to what was a misconception about Aaron Rodgers joining the Broncos too late. Like a lot of people are like, he couldn't join now. It's, it's August or you know it's almost August, there won't be enough time. It's like if Philip Rivers oh, thinks that he can come in to any contending team <laughs> in December <laughs> to come out of retirement or not rule that out, uh, I think that that narrative was false.
1: Did't um, when the Bengals traded Carson Palmer to the Raiders, didn't he start with like five days of preparation? Probably Something like that. We started um, Kendall Hinton last season. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like it's fine. He had 12 hours, Philip rivers, you know, he, he looks dumb. He's a very dumb looking person. However, I think he's actually pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. F- Football wise.
0: It would be such an amazing story. If rivers came back to the AFC West and then beat the Chargers in the playoffs. Yeah. Beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. And then Raiders are not included in the scenario. Lost the Super Bowl to Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron Rodgers, like, this is a team I can get back to the Super Bowl and win with. And then he joins the Broncos to prove all they needed was him. Mm-hmm. And then it's he to re- prove he- he's better than Phillip Rivers. Yep. Every every quarterback's uh, biggest dream to prove they're yeah. better than Phil Rivers. <laughs> yep. Finally. Sometimes I think about a scenario and I just keep talking and talking until I uh, fuck it up.
1: It would be funny, with, you know, we we've made fun of Philip Rivers and a lot of people have for his uh, his penchant for late game turnovers. But, for us, to. Uh, to be on the other side of that and um, be handed out karma wouldn't be good for us, but it would really be funny. Yeah. For everyone else.
0: Man, I could do some bad Philip Rivers poetry every week. You kidding me?
1: You <laughs>
0: yeah. kidding me? Just to, I man, mean, just the faces. Yeah.
1: Just I mean, goofy when, when faces and trash
0: talking, so, uh, you Google search rivers, you've got just an endless supply of gold. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking this
1: about is... a he made, sorry, in like 2016. I think it might have been against the Colts, but it just made no sense. It was like late in the game, and he's like, mm. he just did this like weird popping and like mm, looks up. I was like, under what scenario is it normal to, to do that with your mouth and your eyes? I'll find the gif, um, yeah.
0: I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. But, but this God, is, I would love to see that in orange and blue, yeah. This is how long Broncos fans have been waiting for their next QB. Like, when it was like three years ago, or yeah, three years ago, when we thought Rivers might be leaving, like, people were talking about Rivers coming to the Broncos then, mm-hmm. and before eventually, you know, went to Indy, it was kind of a thought, but it we thought we had Drew Locke, uh, you know. Ready. Yeah. We had found the guy, and so it wasn't really a conversation. But Rivers to the Broncos was definitely a wish list QB. So Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson. That was just this offseason. <laughs> yeah. Philip Rivers before, like Rockwell. Drew Brees, because people thought he might actually leave New Orleans. Drew Brees. Yeah. Like. We, we've been pining, opining for veteran QBs for a while. And I was going to start this episode. I forgot, but I was going to say that I will not say the name of the Packers starting quarterback for the entirety of this episode. I screwed that mm-hmm. up. So maybe that'll be a challenge for the uh, rest can, of
1: the episode
0: for yeah. next week. No, no, I, it's over. I'll, okay. I'll say Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Um, okay. We're close, Will. We the Hall of Fame game is tomorrow, Thursday. It is. Yeah. I had an idea for something more interesting than the Hall of Fame game because it's really it's too early for a preseason game and I don't know how the rules have changed but a team having to play an extra preseason game sucks. Like so let's just not play it. I thought having a skills competition between current Hall of Famers would be yeah. far more entertaining. I agree. Yes. I so like this idea. We're sold on this idea, right? We yeah. Start pushing this. I mean, Jim Brown
1: running a 40 yard dash at this Even point there. in his, his life could kill him. Uh, but if it doesn't, that's it'd be great, great, great television.
0: If it does,
1: <laughs> he would go out, he'd go out a warrior if that was the case. Probably how he'd
0: want to go out, honestly. He would probably quit the sprint halfway through so he could become an actor. Bang, puts it
1: in from reference What a reference.
0: What a reference. Um, yeah. yeah, I just think that'd be more interesting. Uh okay. What do you got to finish this this bad boy out? Uh good question.
1: Let's check the rundown down. Oh. Um shit. Oh yeah, Pat Shermer said that this is the best version of Drew Lock he's ever seen. Um, he said, "No, I don't have what he said. He just said it's the best version of Drew Lock he's ever seen." And um, let me just say this: I, I hope so. <laughs> I really <Yeah>. hope so. <laughs> yeah. If it's not better than last year,
0: we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, but there's like something to it too. We have to remember they didn't there, have there a was no off season. Yeah. They did Last, not have it. Locks there's no time to get up to speed and yeah. you know we don't we're not big Pat Schirmer fans here. No. I don't think I don't like his offense particularly. No. And it's a little too vertical for my tastes. Uh but year 2 in any
0: offense it's a good thing. Yeah. And what's what's funny is like I would say Joe Flacco in his prime would probably be, would have been the great fit for Shermer, because like Flacco seemed to do the deep ball very well and not a ton else. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it felt like it was so frustrating because it felt like the the Scangarello offense
0: kind of fit lock to a T. Yep. And um, and I think. One stat that I keep seeing mentioned is like how well Drew Lock was off play action last year. Yeah. I yeah. think like he had a higher completion percentage than Aaron Rodgers or some shit. Like he was great yeah. off of play action and you would have assumed we would have seen a lot more of that uh had Skangy been given another chance. So, you know.
1: Yeah, well, and and like the way it kind of alienated Philip Lindsay from the offense too, was uh, sort of tough to watch in real time. and It it just wasn't – it's a tough – they didn't see, you know, COVID coming or anything, but um, it it felt like it was just bad timing to put an offense that seems pretty, you know, kind of master's level on a young quarterback in year two with no offseason to figure it out
0: um it was a lot yeah I would I would love to know who George Payton would have went with had he been here you know what I mean like uh I was also thinking like if I had got to ask George Payton a question uh I would want to know how he felt about the Vikings losing Kevin Stefanski because that Mm. seems like a slam dunk for the Cleveland Browns. And uh, I would have just liked to get George Payton talking about you know what he thought of Stefanski and kind of just like his process of evaluating guys like that on a staff, because obviously I think it pertains to what he might have to do this coming offseason if the Broncos are not good. Hoping so it's that's like, not the case, like, but I was just kind of thinking about like how finding head coaches is pretty tough. And sometimes you just don't know when you're looking at another organization, sometimes you don't know who the, who the guy is that's benefiting the team the most like Frank, Reich, Reich. With, (laughs) with, uh, you know, Carson Winston in Philly and like John day Filippo, I think got an OC job and Frank Reich was still with the Eagles, right? Like, people were going after John Filippo. Maybe that was – I think Filippo ended up on the Vikings maybe? He or... did, yeah, yeah. I think he went to the Vikings and then the, the Jags. Yeah, but, like, after listening to Nick Foles talk about Frank Reich, you're like, oh, shit. It confirmed that he was probably more responsible for that offense adjusting and doing well than – I don't want to say more because I know Doug Peterson was calling plays, but I think just having Frank, that that relationship with Reich and Peterson was key. And yeah. I mean, there's Reich- a
1: difference too. Like it's important to call the right plays at the right time, but it's like, who's going to teach you those plays and who's yeah. going to teach you those progressions and who's going to maximize, you know, your decision-making on those plays. But like, if you're searching for a head coach, I don't think you can just go interview another team's player. Be like, what Uh who made you good last year? (laughs) I mean, maybe like, I don't know, it just feels like tampering, probably, but probably I don't think the league enforces that anyway. So (laughs) I don't know. Maybe like if you ask Nick Foles, like, like, who was you know the secret to your success last year, he's probably not going to tell you (laughs) because he wants to keep that guy around.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it was John DeFilippo. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was the janitor.
0: It was yeah, Carl. So yes. Carl. Carl the uh, janitor.
1: He's a real goodwill hunting type. Taught me everything. <laughs> <laughs> Drew those plays on that
0: whiteboard while no one was watching. Genius. Um, okay, we're gonna get out of here. We'll have football to talk about soon. I was just gonna say, like, we're rooting for Locke, we're rooting for Teddy, and last episode. It was a little dicey because of the connection, but I thought uh, your observation that I was basically describing Teddy Bridgewater, uh, really funny. I was saying I was describing Teddy Bridgewater of what the Broncos really needed this season without even thinking of Teddy Bridgewater. So maybe he has a chance, but, um, we'll wait and see. Yeah. I hope Drew Locke looks awesome in preseason. I think that's the best thing for the Broncos. Their training camp it's like the opposite of what's happening with the 49ers right now. Like yes, all the coaches like in John Lynch, like Jimmy Garoppolo is having the best camp of his life. And then all the media is like, Trey Lance is making throws. We've never seen humans do before. Uh, okay.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they've just been watching Jimmy Garoppolo and Nick Mullins for too long. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, but, uh,
0: it was know. like Could have watched I watched Aaron
1: Rodgers play last year. Yeah, he- Patrick he- Mahomes he- makes some uh, interesting throws too. Josh Allen
0: makes some throws, and yeah. I Emmanuel Sanders said like the same thing about Josh Allen, and then the Bills like posted the throw Allen made, <laughs> not super like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean like he hit Cole again, Beasley like across the middle.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, every throw is gonna look incredible after you spend a season catching passes from noodle arm, Drew Brees, yeah. and part-time quarterback, Taysom Hill.
0: Yeah, Drew Brees, who was playing through 69 different injuries in his body. <laughs>
1: yeah, Drew Brees, who could like not take, uh, you could basically
0: not inhale without <laughs> needles. He had to test that ball ribs. between plays, the, yeah. where you blow the ball up yeah. to see if you're breathing strong enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were doing. The refs were were making him do that. Like,
1: yeah. So like, of course, going to Josh Allen's gonna feel, uh, you know, like a bit of an upgrade. Yeah, Allen's got arm talent. I'm surprised, like he's able to like catch passes from Josh Allen, considering he's gone from like, you know, the quarterbacks he's gone from, uh, Peyton Manning, Trevor Simeon,
0: uh... <laughs> Simeon, also a saint right now. I Man, guess he got, he got a shout out from Sean Payton on NFL Network. So is he going to win the starting job? I would love. No, to see but uh, Payton likes what the the backups are doing. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair you mentioned Fiume before Ian Book, though. I was like, Ooh. "All right, Trev. All right, Trev." Ian Book,
1: he's a local legend here. Yeah. Not really. No one even knew who he was before he went to Notre Dame. Oh, He's a sack town king. He is. Yeah. Cool. yeah so good you know rooting for him rooting for ian book
0: all yeah. right we're getting out of here thank you guys for listening uh will thank you for joining me and accommodating my fucking crazy schedule anytime <sighs> good night good luck john elway
1: only played with one acl bada buoy
0: hello uh-huh <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of... America. Our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal worthy offer just for my listeners. So listen to this great offer. Place any pre event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium to receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this does not come around often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on this action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new but betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code it. DNVR, when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Credits! For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700.